Maybe you wasted years of your life. I did. Or maybe it wasn't your fault. Maybe those years were stolen from you by someone else, by an accident, or a circumstance beyond your control. No matter the reason, God will restore to you the years that you have lost, the wasted years, even the wicked years. What holds Christians captive? All of us have been captives of Satan. Then Jesus set us free. But some of us have gone back into captivity. Prisoners of sin, self, and Satan. Believers can be prisoners to sin, lust, and pleasures of this world. We can waste our lives seeking pleasure, money, fame, power, sex, or some other form of self-indulgence. Prisoners to passivity. More than a few Christians are passive Christians, saved but not growing in the things of God, not serving God or loving others. In Battlefield of the Mind, Joyce Meyer identifies passivity as a demonic stronghold. It's what God showed her and Dave. Love is not passive. Love is passionate. Prisoners of loss, grief, failure, or defeat. Some Christians are prisoners to grief. For example, they, the death of a child uh, that they just never recover from, or, or loss, a business failure, infirmity, or some area of life that just defeats them. They've lost their hope, their resolve, even their courage to go on and live a meaningful life despite the hardship they have experienced. I understand this. I had horrible pain in my spine for over 10 years, and God showed me some things. That's part of what I want to share with you here today. Prisoners of religion, legalism, or judgmental spirits. <laughs> Been there, done that too. Jesus said loving God and loving others as you love yourself are the first and second greatest commands. Christians are defined by our relationships. In John 15.35, Jesus said, By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. We feel loved, and God's love compels us to love others. We work from relationship. Religion makes people work to receive love and approval. Religious people work in order to qualify or to earn approval and relationship from God and other people. Religion involves rituals, rules, and regulations. Participants are judged based on their behavior. Legalism and judgmental spirits are often the result. I grew up in a church that did that, so I've experienced all of those things. In fact, I've been a Pharisee. God can set you free as he did me. Ephesians 4.7 NIRV says, But each one of us has received a gift of grace. These gifts are given to us by Christ. Grace is undeserved favor, love, kindness, and mercy. Grace is also the power to do what God says. Grace is a gift, never earned, and requiring nothing in return. Our response to God is in love, not out of obligation, and certainly not in fear. I know a pastor, a very good man I've known since I was a little boy, who went into a religious denomination for a few years and then regretted it all his life. He went from being a prisoner of religion to being a prisoner of regret. He never broke free. He never fully enjoyed joy, peace, or the love God had for him because he lived constantly regretting and in the pain of his past failures. Prisoners of regret is the final category. After we break free from these prisons, all the ones listed above, Satan often tries to make us live in regret. I believe regret is a demonic stronghold Satan uses to keep people in the past even after they've been set free. God restores our wasted years. And if you don't believe that, pick up the Bible and read about Paul. This is what Paul said when his life was almost over. He was going to be martyred for Christ, and he knew it. Yet, looking death in the eye, he wrote, As for me, my life has already been poured out as an offering to God. The time of my death is near. I fought the good fight. I finished the race, and I have remained faithful. And now the prize awaits me, the crown of righteousness which the Lord, the righteous judge, will give me on the day of his return. And the prize is not just for me, but for all who eagerly look forward to his appearing. 2 Corinthians 4, 6-8, New Living Translation. 
As a young Christian, I love this scripture and I still love it. Look at the language Paul used. It's so powerful because it so vividly describes Paul's amazing life. Paul poured out his life as an offering to God. He said that in verse 6. In Romans 12.1, Paul writes, urging the Romans and us to make our lives a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God. He is urging us to live as he lived, giving his all for Jesus, his time, his energy, his resources, even his body, which was beaten again and again. A life poured out, nothing left, nothing kept for self, everything poured out for God, a sacrificial life. Paul fought the good faith. Paul fought against evil, he fought against religion, he fought against false doctrine, and he fought and defeated demons at every work of the devil. He was beaten with rods three times. The Jewish religion leaders beat him with whips five times, 39 lashes each time. And he was stoned and left for dead. Yes, Paul fought. He fought back with truth and love. He was hurt in these battles again and again, but he kept fighting. He didn't give up. He didn't quit. I have finished the race and I have remained faithful. Paul's words here are what intrigues me the most about these verses. For the first 30 years of his 61 years on earth, Saul worked extremely hard to make himself a Pharisee. In his zeal, he became an enemy of Christ and Christian. Yet Paul, the transformed man, at the end of his life, was able to say that he had run his race. He had completed the course God had laid out for him. And even though he had wasted 30 years of his life, even though he had violently chased, captured, imprisoned, and most likely murdered Christians, Paul became one of the greatest Christians in history. Paul traveled extensively spreading the gospel. He became a spiritual father to many churches, and he wrote two-thirds of the New Testament. Paul was executed in Rome in 66 AD. He was 61 years old. Restoring your wasted years. I love 2 Corinthians 4, 6-8 because I wasted the first 31 years of my life. When I first became a Christian, I lived in regret. I mourned and grieved that I'd been so wicked. I'd been an alcoholic for 10 years, and I did many, many things that I'm still so ashamed of. The freedom I felt when my weight of sin was removed is impossible to describe. But having wasted so much of my life and being so broken from a decade of alcoholism, how could I possibly complete God's plan for my life? What I wanted more than anything was to hear the words of Matthew 25, 23 spoken to me. His master said, well done, good and faithful servant. You've been faithful with a few things, and I will put you in charge of many things. Come and share your master's happiness. This became my lifelong goal. In my pain, I cried out to God to help me complete his plan for my life. God answered my prayer. He gave me a scripture. It was a promise. It's Joel 2.25. So I will restore to you the years the swarming locust has eaten, the crawling locust, the consuming locust, and the chewing locust. God made that promise to me, and God has no favorites. This promise is for you, too. God will restore to you your wasted years. Activation. Are you born again, but being held prisoner by a sin habit or an ungodly desire? Are you a prisoner of passivity? Are you a prisoner of loss, grief, failure, or defeat? Are you held captive by religion, legalism, or a judgmental spirit? Today, I want to tell you, you can break free. Are you a prisoner of regret? John 8.36 in the Expanded Bible says, So if the Son makes you free, you will be truly free, free indeed. Jesus set you free. Jesus, the Son of God, the all-powerful one, set you free. No reservations. He didn't hold anything back. He didn't say, except for this or except for that. He set you free. Accept his freedom. Your past is cut off, gone. Everything in your spirit was regenerated, made new. You're a new creation. So live that way. Live free. 
2 Corinthians 5.17 in the New King James Version says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Pray this prayer with me. Father God, forgive me for going back into captivity. Jesus set me free and I will stay free. The past is gone. I am a new person, a new creation, a new creature. God created me to be free. I am free. I am a son or a daughter of your love. You are restoring to me what I lost or what was taken over those lost years. I will complete your plan for my life. Like Paul, you will enable me to finish well. I declare Joel 2.25 over my life. You are restoring to me the years that the locusts have eaten. I will appear before Jesus and hear, Well done, good and faithful servant. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. If you prayed that prayer, hallelujah, I'm celebrating with you. If you enjoyed this video, please subscribe, like, and comment. And thank you for doing the activation to let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Romans 12.2, New Living Translation. Until next time, may God richly bless you.